Welcome to the Third Floor Podcast. Uh, this little podcast I'm starting in my attic. Um, what is it? It's going to be me doing some solo shows. It's going to be my friends to come on, do some segments, um, and whoever else wants to come on. And I'm going to leave it pretty broad right now. So I don't have a full description like what it's about, but... Um, It'll, it'll take shape. It'll take shape, and mostly what I'm going to try and do is make whatever time this is, half hour, an hour, just as entertaining as possible. <laughs> um, who am I? I am a Hawthorne High School graduate and Rutgers University dropout. Uh, just a kid trying to <laughs> have some fun, uh, find a good time. I love animals. I got six, an- six animals. I got two cats. Gimmerange, who's over here, and Randall, um, my crazy pup, Tallulah. I got two birds, uh, Rona and Lime, and then I have my bearded dragon, Ghidorah, my lizard. <laughs> um, I like sports. I played football back in high school, a little QB. Play a little quarterback. Play baseball too. I wasn't as good. Uh, but I play all ty- I follow all types of sports. Play some tennis too. Play some golf. Nothing right now. My shoulder is a little banged up. But um, follow all sports. No sports going on right now anyway. Um, I'm 50% Portuguese. I don't speak it yet, but I'm learning. Disculpe, tudo bem? Um, por favor. Uh, my dad is is 100% Portuguese. He immigrated from there. Like you know, a couple years before I was born, and uh, he's a great guy. Taught me a lot of things, and my mom is uh, is a lot of things. That, but she's definitely a wonderful mother, and she's a lot of fun. And um, anyway, I like to talk about basically anything. And uh, after all, I am just a sack of blood and water spinning on a huge rock that's swinging around a big ball of fire hurling through the limitless void. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a work in progress here. We have been going, I say we, I've had a lot of people help me with this. I've had Cal, my girlfriend, help me a lot. She's producing a lot of this. Uh, my friends, Jack, Andre, Putz, countless other people have said they want to help. Countless people have been helping. Max and Jack, printed an ashtray for me, whatever, 3D printed an ashtray. Um, but we only started about two weeks ago, and I feel like it's already coming together pretty fast. And uh, I only got this one mic, but it's doing the trick. It, it works outside, works inside. It catches three people. It's a little weird. It's not like a dynamic mic where you can be zoned in on one person each. So ha- having multiple people in a session is going to be something I need to learn how to do. Um, and that's, that's really what this is. This is a learning process for me to make this better and everything. But uh, the setup here is also pretty um, temporary. That's going to change. I mean, I guess if you're just listening audio. But uh, what's been going on with me, I can't change it because I hurt my shoulder. I had uh, acromyoclavicular separation I (laughs) it's not a dislocation so 
The difference is a dislocation is when basically your arm bone, what's your bicep surrounds and tricep, um, comes out of the socket and then you don't get blood flow there and you need to pop it back in to get blood flow back, back to your arm. That's dislocating it. I did not do that. What I did was separate it. So you have a joint um, on the top of your shoulder that connects to your clavicle and I landed really hard on it and I'll tell the story and that separated the joints and ligaments but it, it heals itself and for the past two weeks I've been in a sling icing it, resting it, whatever, uh, using Arnica gel. That's a SOS homeopathic remedy. Arnica gel, Arnica drops. I don't, they're like these little chalky things that melt under, but they're, they're homeopathic. I don't know if it made a difference, but I feel great. Um, but I injured it playing beer die with the boys. I, we had money on a game, cash, and me and my boy, Flurry, Larry, this is why we lost, but um, it was, we're playing a 16, it was 15-13, he threw one, the die bounced off the table, I go to catch it, it bounces out of my right hand, and it's clearly too far, I can't reach it, but the athlete in me dives, it, I just had to go for it, and I saw I was out of reach as I was diving, tucked my arm under, and just landed completely on the point of my shoulder, and uh hurt myself pretty bad. It was like numb up there. And, um, but I stayed at the party. This was on Memorial Day. And I stayed at the party, just like hand in pocket, like, ow, my arm hurts. And <laughs> I don't know why I stayed, but it really wasn't that bad. Um, cause it wasn't dislocated. It didn't look that bad. But that night when I'm drunk at, at 2am, me and Cal came back to the house and I'm still in a lot, like, a good amount of pain, and we think we got to get this thing back into the joint. It doesn't look dislocated, but that's probably what it is. That's what happens to shoulders, you know. So we just looked up. <laughs> we looked up how, how to – different ways. There were a bunch of different ways, but how to get your shoulder back into the joint. And the one we came to that seemed the least painful at the point that I could do alone was to lay flat on a table – belly down, you know, chest down with my right arm and shoulder or the, the injured arm and shoulder hanging down with a weight taped to the forearm, about 10 pounds. We found a big old jug of canola oil and some duct tape, wrapped it around my arm and for 20 excruciating minutes, I laid there and thought I was doing something good for my shoulder. <laughs> and then that was probably where I even injured it like worse who's to say we'll never know um but I woke up I actually went to bed that night didn't go to the hospital then and then I woke up early in the morning in a lot of pain went whatever I'm okay I'm okay and it heals pretty quick for the most part I'm getting back my range of motion hasn't been two weeks uh <clears throat> anyway what's on the agenda guys so I really want to go to Mars Put it like that. I don't think we're as far off as that sounds. Elon must have been planning it for a long time, and that's you know where he says the next voyage is and everything. But realistically, when do we get there? I think within the next ten years. I think we send something there, or I don't know about people actually. That yeah, you know what? I do know about people. In ten years, 
someone will at least be shooting off to Mars. Thing is, you can only go every two years because of uh, rotating. I, I explained this in a later episode. I've already recorded some episodes, but um, with friends. This is the first solo. Uh, but the Earth and Mars, it's pretty simple. We all know it, but they rotate around the sun or revolve around the sun in different times. So only every two years are we in line enough to travel there. And I don't think it's that far off. And if I can sign up to be a Martian, I'm in, dude. I'm in. I know how to terraform. I've learned. Greenhouse effect, everything. If Elon is looking for a guy to go to Mars, people are scared. Just want to put it out there, I'm your guy. She's pissed behind the camera, but I am. I'm going to Mars. I'm going to go. If, if I can go, I'm going to Mars. I'm going to make the rules there. I'm going to lay the law. It's going to be outlaw country. Martian outlaw country. No, no guns, though. Only spears and axes and knives and metal and blade. It'll be a, a planet of blade. What's on the agenda? You're talking bullshit. These self-checkout uh, lines are pretty ridiculous. I would never promote stealing or, you know, taking any goods from a business and hard-earned managers who made places. But if you go to Target, Walmart right now, it is so easy to steal something. It is so easy because they're, promo they're asking you to go to the self-checkout line with your big-ass uh, cart of shit. I had multiple rugs and everything. And then they don't even want to like talk to you or get near you once you're there. So you just throw a little fajita packet that costs $149. On, and this is a hypothetical, of course. This is not, you know, I would never do anything like that or promote anything like that on my show. I'm not that kind of person. I'm a straight arrow type of guy. You know, where I, I take it as it comes. But potentially you could take like a fajita packet that costed 149 slip it under a rolled up rug and the barcode is halfway across the rug and scan in... $160 rug for $149. That's just like a hypothetical thing. And who knows if there were like a, a TV monitor here. I don't have one yet. But if there were a TV monitor here, how much would I pay for it if I'm looking around and I'm seeing other people swipe fajita packets? You know what I'm saying? Just kind of takes away the supply and demand. Would never promote stealing though. Next on the agenda, we got uh, Uncut Gems. I, I finally saw that after a while. It came to Netflix. Thought that was an awesome movie. Adam Sandler killed it. The bet, like, the way that this, every scene started is like Adam Sandler walks in. You know, well, what do you got for me? And then, and then all of a sudden, someone walks up to him. He's like, hey, you know, we got this problem. This guy doesn't have the money for this. And then another four people walk in. They're like, hey, hey, where's our money, guy? Where's our money? And then before you know it, it starts with one person, and the world is just burning around him with people attacking him. And then someone steals his watch, and he's like, out. And he's out of there. 
Uh, and that was every scene. Just seemed like a big commotion. Gim, please don't jump down from there. Sorry, the cat. He's looking a little suicidal. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> he is looking down there. Um, get that on video. Just get him looking down. <laughs> okay, that's it. Cal, what are you doing? You're wasting time. Cal's an indentured servant, but I have allowed her to use me on her resume. So, I think I gave her that kindness, and uh, she needs to expect the lay of the land around here anymore. Uncut Gems. Pretty cool, man. Weekend was in it. Freaking weekend. I'm a star boy. Oh, I'm a star boy. Weekend's a star boy. Did did Adam... What, what was his name in the movie? I forget. But, but, um... Did his girlfriend fuck the weekend? I think that scene's a little vague. I think that... But the weekend fucks. Like, that's... That was his thing. So, yes. So, the answer is yes. But is it, though? Because she came out and she's wearing... This is why, you know, when I first... As I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, they just did it. Because they, they were rubbing against each other. But then, Adam walks out, he's pissed. And she follows. And she's wearing these pants. And they're way too tight. And I just don't... I don't know, in terms of continuity, did they fuck? She says they didn't, though, too. But the pants, the pants, anyway, the pants, my girlfriend has a pair of pants like that. It makes me worry. Because the pants have a zipper from the belly button all the way up the, the butt crack. It goes all the way around and through. No weekend concerts for you. Oh, the weekend. He's a star boy. Well, honestly, guys, that's all I got. But that was episode one. We're going to get better. We're going to get longer. And we're going to just stay grinding. Thanks for watching and listening. <laughs> well, I was actually so nervous, I forgot to say my name. I am Luke Sosa. This was the Third Floor Podcast, and now a quick word from our sponsor. Yeah, what do you have to say?